Welcome to the michaelcrane.live podcast show. In today's show, we're going to be joined by the young entrepreneurs in the One to a Million project. They will be talking about their thoughts and dreams of going into business and developing their skills in leadership and negotiation and financial management as they start the journey to becoming an entrepreneur. On today's show, we have Finn, who is doing a solo appearance speaking about key lessons on the course so far. But today, he is on his school summer holidays and wanted to come onto the show and speak about revising for his exams and developing smarter routines and breaking down the acronym in his own words. Communication is a key attribute to becoming successful and there was no better way to create and speak to the microphone, rehearsed or not, good enough to engage with your audience. If you develop the skill of being a great communicator, it will give back every single day of your life. You will be able to call upon the skill when you need it and when you need to apply it to win your dream job or achieve a place at your university of choice. Some people say the most effective tool of communication is the ability to speak with passion. So my advice to anyone is start early and use it for a lifetime. I must say today, I am deeply impressed by Finn and the way he has put together the show this week. Despite having a difficult morning, he wasn't wanting to carry on, but he did, and he did produce the podcast. As I've mentioned several times before, there is going to be a time we all feel like just giving up and downing our tools. Yes, many people do, because it's easy. However, as the old saying goes, the show must go on. And today, the show did go on. And these are the times we learn huge lessons about how to persevere and carry on. Let me hand over to the start of the show, Finn Crane. Hello and welcome to today's One to a Million podcast. Today is a bit different. We've got a solo podcast with just me, your host, Finn. I've prepared a couple of questions. I'm going to talk about them questions and hopefully adapt and change your view of business. When creating a company, it's important to adapt and change your views and interpretations of how your company's running. So for me, thinking about business, my thoughts about that has changed a lot since being on this program. When I was starting, I was thinking it'd be a stretch, it'd be long, it'd be tiring, and I'd have to put so much effort and work into doing it. And I've realised that is correct. But what's changed? 
Nothing comes easy in life. The things you want, you've always got to work hard for. So what has changed about my business ideas and interpretations about running my own business? Not that much. I always knew it was going to be challenging, but I've come to realise how life is going to push you around and things have got to change. You've got to make adaptations and change plans on the day, on the hour, on the month. And still go ahead. Even You can't be dependent on other people. You've got to be able to take action and commit by yourself. Even if no one else wants to do it with you. So there's a lot of skills that you need to be a successful business person. Be talented. Got to have good leadership. Like of our knowledge. You have experience, education, intelligence. Got to be able to use a language correctly. Have respect. And most of all, be a good communicator. What is one skill that I have became aware of around communication, let's say? Like, communication, the art of speaking, being able to be a successful communicator is a great skill that everyone has to master, correct? I have refined and changed that skill. I think that, I said it earlier, language, being able to use correct dialect, to be able to deliver your points most efficiently and in total get the audience to understand what you're saying and give you the most professional view. You want to be viewed as professional, realistic, extreme and you and so they know you're going to do what you say. You don't want to have a leader who's all chat and no do. Yeah, language. How could we change a language? There are many ways. For example, not so much language this one is, but how you deliver your communication. Speak slower. It's proven that people understand you and take more in from what you're saying. When you speak slower, it makes you seem more powerful, communicative and a better leader. You don't want a leader who speaks fast. Language. For example, I would... Develop my language by saying, not by not saying even, I would not say we are going to be learning about language. I would say we are going to be using, we are going to be learning how to use correct dialect to deliver a speech. Difference. Language is not like scholarship vocabulary, I think they call it now. Language isn't, the word language isn't professional. Does not make you seem educated, but dialect is much more academic. Correct? So I think we only ever change in life if we adapt from our lessons and not do the mistakes that we made before. I think I'm at the age where it's quite not difficult but quite challenging in school. Got GCSEs coming up next year, lots of revision. I've used mocks. I want to talk to you about the lessons around that. So we all need to revise, correct? Let's be honest, I didn't do that much revision. I found it quite difficult not knowing my revision techniques, not knowing how I efficiently revised. But what did I learn from that? I learned how I, as a person, revise and how I can revise most efficiently and not just sitting there on my phone. One hour of effective revision is better than 10 hours of not doing focused revision. You won't get much done in unfocused times. What could I have done better? Probably revised more. Maybe focus a bit more in the exams and then following the mocks, I'd parents even. 
it went quite well, I think. My parents, Michael included, took quite a... They adapted their view of how I do at school in quite a positive way. And I think the last teacher I had, I started off the lessons. I started off the session saying, Mom, Dad, I don't like this teacher. I know he's going to say something bad of me. What surprised me, the thing that surprised me is he said nothing bad. He said that he had never, ever, ever had to talk about my negative behaviour. This is, there's a big lesson from this, okay? Number one, don't judge a book by its cover. Number two, don't take, like, infer like, inferations. Like, don't infer things about people before you meet them and have that interaction that you're inferring about. Because you can't judge people without having something to judge them on. You can't use them as a scapegoat. So what is my big why? Why did I want to attend these parents' evenings? Well, they're not really parents' evening. They're constructive feedback sessions. Everything someone says to you, whether it be in office, in school, at home, online, is going to change you in some way. But you would think, how can that thing change you in a constructive way? And in everything you do, routines. How did I implement routines and developing my process of thought? I think you have always got to have routines. Without routines, you will not be successful. You will not benefit and put effort in and change yourself for the better. You won't change routines. You won't get anywhere without them. What routines are good to put in place? Well, waking up at a certain time, having a shower each day. And at my age, every day doing an hour of revision, maybe less, maybe more, depends how you want to do it. But building up that momentum gets you significant productiveness. I was reading a book when I was younger, talked about momentum and routines. Every day, if you keep on doing the same thing over and over again, You'll make little process, but on the hundred, thousandth, twentieth thousand time, you will make big mo, big momentum, and then you will start making huge, significant progress, and you will get to where you want to be. But you want to want to do it. I think with me and my revision and school, and anywhere in life, it's good to set goals. But do you set smarter goals? I think most people don't know the acronym SMARTER. If you don't, I'm just going to explain it. If you do, listen up, maybe change your view. So the S in SMART stands for specific. Is your goal specific enough? Is it focusing on what you want to change? Hmm? So a sporting example of this would be, I'm not going to set myself the goal that I want to run, that I want to be able to run 100 metres, 200 metres and 300 metres in under four minutes, because that's not specific. That's focusing on three things, not one. But I would say that I want to run 100 metres in 10 seconds. That's fixing on one thing. M, measurable. Is it measurable? Can you measure when you completed it? So for my one, for my 100 metres goal, which I'm going to like, which is going to be an example for all of these, I would measure when I've completed this by looking at the timer. Is it under 10 seconds? Is it over 10 seconds? Do I know that I've completed it? A, is it achievable? With sufficient input, would you be able to achieve this goal? But is it so far away that you can't complete it? So 
for an athlete, 10 seconds is quite a good time. It is achievable for the athlete you might want to set it for. But for a 10-year-old boy or girl, it might not be. Is it realistic? So I might say, I think it is achievable that I can do it, but it's not realistic because I don't have access to running tracks. Like 100 meters, exactly. T, is it time-bound? If the goal is not time-bound, you will not feel the sense of urgency and rush to complete it. You will force to the back of your bucket list, push it further further back, and it won't get done. This is, this is why I do my homework on the day it's set. This is why you should do your tasks that are important to you on nearer to the date it was set rather than further along to the deadline. You've got to be able to put effort in at the beginning because once it's done, it's done. Now you never have to think about it again. E. Exciting. Is the goal setting exciting? I might say that my goal is exciting because I want to do it. If it's not exciting, you don't want to do it. You won't want to be there and put extra in to achieve your goal in a significant time. Everything in life, you have to make it exciting. Now, R. R is quite important, but I don't think it's the most important one. It's recordable. Is it recordable? Are you going to have a record of completion once you've done your... You, once you complete your goal? For, for example, my... My goal, which is 100 meters in 10 seconds, which is like a, I'm just theoretically saying it, is I'm going to record that by my running coach is going to give me a certificate so I know I completed it. And I can have like a valid approval from a leader who says, yes, I have completed that. Why are your goals having to be smarter? If your goals aren't smarter, they are not going to be most beneficial and most exciting and not gonna give you the sense of wanting to do it. So try to make your goals smarter and try to set goals. Not setting goals is like saying, I want to get from A to B through a fog storm. But having goals is saying, I want to go from A to B through a fog storm, but with beacons on different routes of the way, so I know I'm going the right way. Which one would you pick? The beacons. It's like going on the Duke of Edinburgh course, you know, the expedition, without a compass. You won't know where you are going. Now, back to business. It's good to talk about vision. What is my vision? My vision is that by the time I leave school, I'll be focusing on my company, making lots of money, being a communicator, writing books, inspiring young kids who are possibly in poverty, not in a wealthy family, to want to make money. And want to make money in a legal way because I think we all know and have had experience of kids who are even on TV who are in poverty and they don't have any way of making money so they turn to illegal methods which is not good. How I map this out? So I've got a whiteboard of my room, I'm mapping out what I want to do, how I'm going to do it, why I want to do it, the purpose, significance, how it's going to help me. But in, but in, but in my head I'm always thinking and trying to adapt and build, and I'm just generally thinking about what I want to do, how I'm going to do it, why I want to do it, and how I can make it most beneficial targeting the avatar, how I can make it so it's designed only for one type of person. Different products that I could target more type of people. Now, I'm going to go through the processes that I think go around in business, in, like about building a business in my opinion. What comes first? What comes first? You've got to really think about your goals. For example, my goals is I want to help the consumer get their product. 
be, be able to have the product, be happy with the product, live life to their best. But I think without your goals, the smarter, I just talked about this vlog, without your goals in your business, you will not know where you want to go, what route you want to take. So carefully think about your goals. You want to have perfect goals so you can think about what you want to do. As, as I said, would you walk through a fog storm without the beacons? No. Then why do you build a business without goals? Now, everything in life can be developed. The basic idea is not new. For, for example, the basic idea is a, let's say, charging wire. Hmm? It's not new. How are you going to develop the thought of building a brand new charging wire, theoretically speaking? You can make it different. You're going to change it. Make it maybe, maybe light up. Maybe maybe stronger power. Maybe not breakable. And that works in everything. You want you want like shoes. How are you going to make your shoes not new? How are you going to develop the thought in making your shoes? How are you going to make them niche and different? And then you've got to plan your progress and take action. I said it before. A good leader does not all chat and no do. They chat and then they do. You can't say things and not do it. Build up a false sense of security and they don't know who and how they can trust you. I hope you found this session beneficial. Being a bit of a weird one, it's just me talking to you. And once again, if you have any questions, thoughts, I'd be happy and I would love to hear them from you. And also, if you have anyone from the ages of 14 to 16 who'd want to join our project one to a million, please message Michael at michaelcrane.live and we will love to hear from you and invite more young entrepreneurs and want wannabe businessmen or women into our course. So by the time they are 20, they'll be a millionaire. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a lovely rest of your day and goodbye. Today's show has been sponsored by www.teameasycrane.co.uk. We help you build your business and grow recurring profits. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.